Welcome to Sky Team's People First with Morag Barrett. Welcome to this week's episode of People First. My guest is Cody Sudmeyer, who is the CEO and founder of Spur Experiences. And I am looking forward to learning more about how we can all live life to the fullest. And those of you who haven't know that I'm on my own journey to do that. So check out my LinkedIn posts about living life in Technicolor. So Cody, welcome to People First. Well, thank you, Morig. I appreciate you having me here today. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I love your journey. Um, I've loved them all, just to be clear. But I love your journey because you've been a consultant. You've been in corporate. You are now an entrepreneur. And we're going to touch on all of those in our conversation. But I do want to start with your origin story. So when you were a wee lad back at elementary school and the teacher said, Cody, Cody, pay attention. What do you want to be when you grow up? What was your answer back then? Well, I think the truth was back then and, and to this day, I'm a really big sports fan. So at the time I wanted to be, and I was convinced I was going to be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos, but mm. sadly I never even got to the high school level. So, so that wasn't going to be a reality. But when I look back, there's two common threads that I really think through. And, and the first is maybe not my favorite topic as a kid, but, but the topic that I did best at was math and mm when I see how we run our companies to this day, um, they're very heavily based on analytics, on statistics, predictive analysis, these very math heavy topics. So, that, so that's one area. And then I think another interesting aspect is going back to a very young age. I, I think back to, I think it was in the seventh grade. So I would have been about 13 years old. And this is just before the internet. And, and I would chase down mail order catalogs I would order products from overseas in bulk. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember one of the products, for instance, was this little stress ball that you could, you know, just squeeze when you're stressed. Yeah. And I would buy these for something like 25 cents a piece, but I'd buy hundreds of them. And then I would take them to school. And in between periods, I would sell them to the other students. So the first venture out there into entrepreneurship happened at a pretty early age for me. Oh my goodness. That's blown my mind. A, I was having recollections of in England, it was the Argos catalog. And it's the equivalent mm. of the Sears catalog. And it would come and you'd flick through all the pictures, obviously pre-internet because we're dating ourselves. But unfortunately, I did not have that entrepreneurial edge to order something and then sell it at a markup. So go you. So yeah. you obviously had that in you for a while. But what was the pivot point then that led you through the different chapters in your career today? So what's interesting is that while it did peak out at an early age, after that, I went to university for, for business and then kind of took the straight and narrow path and went to business consulting where I was with one of the big five consulting firms at the time. And I was about four years out of college and I had gotten passed up for promotion. And I just had one of these days where I never really thought about starting my own firm at that time or anything. And just, I had a Jerry Maguire moment where I, I walked into the office and I said, I'm leaving, I'm out of here. Who's coming with me? And Luckily, uh, one person, my manager at the time, decided to, to come along on the journey. And so we co-founded a consulting firm called Agility Solutions. And I did that for about a decade. And what I loved about it was the entrepreneurial side and the people side of things. And in consulting, your product is your people. So that was a big part. But in the end, what was difficult for me was we were consulting for big telecommunications companies, mostly mm -hmm. Fortune 500. And we we're going into, you know, the concrete jungle and, and cubicles, corporate America. And it just was lacking a connection. The, the, 
the end product that was being sold was, was really just kind of lacking a connection of who I was. And mm-hmm. so about six years ago, I decided to sell my 50% ownership to my co-founder. And then I launched Spur Experiences at that point in time. So I love the parallel journeys that you and I have been on because my first career was in finance. So again, deep in the numbers and it's how business has been run for millennia. It's all about the bottom line. And yes, we have bills to pay, whether we're the company or the employee or whatever, but it's the engaging the hearts and minds of customers and employees, which is why I've pivoted into leadership and executive and team development. But it's also... You've looked at the science between just buying stuff and the experiences, which is what Spur Experiences is all about. So tell me about that and what makes Spur Spur Experiences different. Well, yeah, and the science is really fascinating to me. So there is a very big human element to buying experiences. In fact, you hear a lot of people say money can't buy happiness. Well, the, the truth is the study, the science shows that money actually can buy happiness, as cringy as that sounds saying, but it's money can buy happiness if it's spent on shared experiences with loved ones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's the studies and there's largely one study that's been done out of the University of Cornell. There's a professor that's been working on it for something like 20 years. And he looks into all the different connections between what we buy, whether it's products, experiences, anything else with our happiness. They, they do little things like they text you when you're about to buy something and do you feel happy now? Do you feel happy an hour later? What is it? And what they find is experiences lead to prolonged happiness. And there's really three aspects. The first is the anticipation. So if you're going on an exciting trip, you're actually getting some kind of a happiness factor, looking forward to it and sharing that with somebody else. Like, man, can you imagine when we're on the beach coming up? It's going to be amazing. So there's the anticipation and then there's the actual moment of it. And we, of course, enjoy it in the moment. And then lastly, there's the recollection of it, the memory of it afterward to say, you know, for the rest of your life, you remember going on that trip or you remember that spontaneous dinner with a spouse or whatever it might be. But experiences really do connect with the heart. And, And so that's a big driving factor of our entire business and, and really, you know, the way I try to live my life. So I'm going to pick up on one little niggle there then. Does that mean that surprises not so good because you don't get the anticipation? Only half of you gets the anticipation of the surprise. Should we be planning together? You know, I, that's a great question. And, and just kind of looking at that, I would imagine you're right. If you don't have the anticipation, I, I actually personally hate surprises. I, it, you know, I, when I'm surprised, uh, surprise birthday party or anything just completely feels awkward to me. So um, I would say yes, but I'm not the one that does the study. So I, I don't know. I think that's a, a good uh, acknowledgement, though. Well, we'll file that away for the future. OK, so the inspiration for Spur Experiences and you're shaking up essentially what was the um, the wedding list industry in terms of let's get away from the toaster and the endless salt and pepper shakers and do it differently. So tell us about Spur Experiences. Yeah, I'd love to. So Spur Experiences came out as a wedding registry for experiences. And we saw weddings as an industry that just were plagued with so many antiquated ways of doing things. You know, you expect the bridesmaids to all buy $200 dresses and we give gifts that are your pots and pans and your linens and all these different things. And so... We came out as a wedding registry where we're really focused on um, 
you know, instead of giving some of these old products, you give stuff like wine tasting, couples massages, um, skydiving, we've got shark cage diving, all kinds of cool memories that you can give. Mm -hmm. But I think the larger vision is to be able to use this platform so people can give experiences for any occasion, not just weddings. And on top of that, where if you're just looking to answer the question, hey, what do I want to do tonight? What do I want to do this weekend? You can go to our website and see real-time availability. We connect directly with our partners, whether it's the spa or the winery or whatever it might be, and show real-time availability. So you can buy and book right then um, any of these, these memories and just buy it for yourself. So you gave me some examples there and I was eyeing up the website in preparation for today and I've got an eye on a glass blowing experience here in Denver and a few other things there. So tell us more about, I think, did you say you'd got more than 2,000, currently 2,000 experiences on there and ever growing? So what sort of experiences are people going to discover? Oh, so many experiences. I, I tend to gravitate to some of the more adventure ones. So being out here in Colorado, we have the mountains and whether it's rafting down in Idaho Springs, um, there's uh, different ski experiences, stuff like that. Th those are big ones for me. But we also we, we try to really connect with people's identities and mm -hmm. we have different personas that we've identified. It, it, to give you an idea, it's if you're a culture vulture, if you're an adrenaline junkie, if you're foodies. So we've really got experiences for all of these. There's food tours in Denver. Um, I just got back from Hawaii, really, which was a trip just to test out some of our most popular experiences. Definitely a perk of the job. Mm -hmm. And we did uh, some really cool experiences. My favorite was a doors off helicopter tour of Kauai, where we flew over where they filmed Jurassic Park and um, got to see all of that. So all kinds of experiences. No dinosaurs were included in that. Small <laughs> Sadly, print, not. Sure. Sadly not. There you go. So I'm going to encourage everybody listening and watching this episode, check out Spur Experiences, because I tell you, you are going to be blown away by the breadth of the choices there and also be wondering how you're going to fit them all in. But I encourage you, it doesn't matter whether you're getting married or not. These are life experiences that are worth checking out. So let's talk in entrepreneurship then, because this is now your second business. Who knows what's in your future? So what have you learned about both leadership and running a business as a result of the consulting firm and now Spur Experiences? Oh, <laughs> learn so much. I mean, it really has, it, you know, you hear entrepreneurs talk about how it's not just a direct path and it's not an easy path. And I can't remember the quote exactly, but it's, you know, you, you take 10 years to be an overnight success. Mm. Uh, it, it, it's completely that way. And it's, you try to get a little bit better every single day and it, all around. I think probably the most fundamental layer for, for me is starting with the right people. And I've been very, very blessed in my career because I have one partner um, who's the co-founder of Spur, Jamie. And she's been my right-hand woman for both companies. And we're very complementary pieces. And I'm more kind of the vision side and she's the operational side. But just entrepreneurship will teach you humility very, very fast because you're going to be embarrassed for the first release of your product or your site or whatever it might. And you should be really. Um, 
But if you just get 1% better every week, and if, if you take feedback from customers, from your people as quickly as you can, and just listen and use that, that's your feedback loop to try to find ways that you can make the company better. That's the only way to really build something that's very big. So it sounds like Jamie is for you what I describe in my book, Cultivate Here, and your ally, your best friend at work, has your back, not just on the good days, but gives you the tough feedback and the kick in the pants when you need it. So tell me a little bit more about um, the role that relationships have played in your success to date. Relationships, especially in consulting, I mean, you're you're just selling a people-based business. And so the relationship side of, of is everything. And, and you're developing your product, which is your people. So recruiting the right teams, getting complementary pieces, challenging people to be better. It, all of these were just fundamental pieces. And for, for us, what I, I'm really finding right now is now it's more on the sales side of experiences are very much a human element and we're, we're selling something, you know, one of the things I like to think about is as humans, we're really a collection of our experiences. That's mm-hmm. we're, we're the summation of our experiences. And so we're selling something that is really core to people's lives. And I think being able to do that in a way where it, not just the experience we sell them, but the overall experience that we give them with our team and with our company, and even just the way they navigate our website or whatever it might be, um, that has to be a good experience in itself. Otherwise, you're just kind of undermining your entire message. Um, so we, we have to be deeply connected with, with um, just the human element of our business. So what do, you, what do you look for for that chemistry then? I mean, again, Spur Experiences is in the traditional couples romantic relationship business. But when we're at work, there has still got to be that high level of trust, um, that synergy of Jamie, for example, making up for differences in style and approach between the two of you. So what do you look for in order to know that you've got the right team? Yeah, we have a set of, uh, we kind of call them core commitments and Mm -hmm. um, putting people first, getting stuff done to um, change the word there a little bit, but get get stuff done. People that are committed to um, building something big and whose egos don't get too much in the way, we're going to make a lot of mistakes along the way. And that's totally okay. And there's a transparency about that. Uh, Communicate is one of our values. We want very direct communication. Um, but honoring who everybody is, we want to prioritize experiences. It wouldn't make too much sense to have a company that sells experiences if somebody that was within the company didn't even get that kind of lifestyle. And so that's yeah. a big piece as well. But yeah, I really just appreciate people that um, will you know, set the ego aside and just communicate directly, tell me what I need to know. God knows I make a ton of mistakes and um, are willing to kind of see that in, the, in themselves as well. So I remember that when I emailed you when we were talking about this episode, two, five and eight from memory are the um, corporate values that really resonated for me. And therefore, everybody listening now is going to have to go and check out Spur Experiences (laughs) just to find out which ones were two, five and eight. And you heard them here first. They are top dollar in terms of corporate values I would love to see everywhere. All right. So as you think... Yeah. So as you think to the future then, Cody, what's next for you in terms of leadership development? What are you personally working and learning to flex and grow? 
It's a great question. And, you know, one of the things that I've struggled with, as much as I say how much we value communication, there have been times where I've, I've struggled and I've listened to one of your previous episodes on um, conflict mm-hmm. and just being able to speak your truth and, and hear somebody else's truth. And you don't necessarily need to have a right answer or a wrong answer, but just let's not let some of that stuff fly under the radar and let's just get it out there. I think the the sooner we can get the noise set aside, the sooner we can just kind of move forward and build something better. So that's, that's a big thing for me. And I think more than anything else is continuing to hit the gas to the, to the floor and do anything that we can to push it. There's, there's times where you start seeing some success and you just want to coast a little bit, but we really want to build a transformative company and that's going to require us to keep pressing on a daily basis. Yeah, I can hear you on that conflict. I may teach it for a living, but it's if it's business conflict, that's fine. I can do with it. But if it's interpersonal conflict and tough feedback, I am, you know, a wet paper bag when it comes to that. <laughs> one. And I have to channel everything that I use in the programs for others for my own benefit. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Sure. So as we come to the end of our time together here, Where can people learn more about you, but also learn more about the business and the experiences that they don't want to miss out on? Uh, The best place to go is our website. So it's just Spur, S-P-U-R, SpurExperiences.com. And from there, we've got all of our links to social media and that type of thing. But we've got some really great content on the site as well. Um, Several thousand experiences, both domestically as well as some international locations. So if you're looking for something to do or just a really great gift for somebody else, it's better to give an experience than just a blender. I love that. It's better to give an experience than a blender. Cody, thank you. And, of course, if you're in that glass blowing class with me, make sure that you mention the fact that you listen to Cody and I and people first. Thank you very much. I'll make sure all of that information is in our show notes, and I look forward to meeting you in three dimensions since we're both in the same city sometime in That's the near right. future. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate all your thoughtful questions and it's been a really great experience. Thank you so much for joining Morag today. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you learned something worth sharing, share it. Cultivate your relationships today when you don't need anything before you need something. Be sure to follow Sky Team and Morag on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you have any ideas about topics we should tackle, interviews we should do, or if you yourself would like to be on the show, drop us a line at info at skyteam.com. That's S-K-Y-E team.com. Thanks again for joining us today. And remember, business is personal and relationships matter. We are your allies.